What if what's actually stopping you from writing more is more to do with the thoughts in your head or how you think about something more so than kind of the external factors and the things that's going on around you. For many writers, this is a fact. Now, if you are not writing as much as you would like to be, go back and listen to the previous episode if you haven't done so already. This is part two, okay? But today I want to dive into the more internal challenges that show up for writers when they begin really getting honest with themselves about why they're not spending more time riding their horse. Okay, let's jump in. Hey there, and welcome to the Daily Strides podcast. My name is Lorna Leeson. I am an equestrian trainer and coach, and I work with riders who very often are feeling a little bit stuck in a rut. And if not stuck in a rut, even a little overwhelmed about all the things when it comes to training and riding their horse. So I want to talk today about what can potentially be stopping you from riding, and particularly the thoughts that are going on in your head, okay? The internal factors. And as I mentioned, if you haven't listened already, go back to the previous episode. Um, we've already spoken about some of the external factors. But today I want to talk about what is maybe going on that, you know, if we could change things a little bit, if you could bring some awareness to this, you could make, begin to make some changes, some real conscious changes, and that's going to help you and your horse solve this problem or at least try and figure things out. Now, the first thing that I'm going to talk about today is not a popular one. So just brace yourself here, okay? <laughs> but it's the wrong horse and rider combination. Now, this can be a tough one to admit, okay? And then once you've admitted it, you know, taking action can really feel both mentally and emotionally uncomfortable for many riders. And I think it's because sometimes we're conditioned into believing that if we create a partnership with a horse, well, that partnership has to last forever, okay? You know, we've all heard this term of the forever horse, okay? And I think that sometimes we can maybe fall into the practice of thinking that this really and truly applies to every single horse that we ever meet along our journey. And that is absolute nonsense. It couldn't possibly be that way. If this is something that makes you feel quite uncomfortable when it comes to your horse, I think it's good to begin thinking about other relationships, partnerships and friendships that you've had with other people in your life and how you'll see that there's only the few that will actually last a lifetime. People will come and go as you're at different stages and as it is suitable at different stages, as they're a match at different stages in your life. And it's not that you fall out with them and you never see them again, but, you know, people drift off. You know, it's just like things change. The relationship changes. The kind of the values. We spoke about that last week. And the priorities, it all changes, okay? And they just drift off and you kind of wish them well and that's it and off they go, okay? And I think if we could begin to maybe be a little bit more open to this kind of, this kind of a flow when it comes to our horses... And when it comes to working with our horses, it is going to help us because what you'll often find, and again, looking back on your relationship with the different people in your life, is that as soon as the one person has, can we say, flowed out, or as soon as the one person has kind of left your very close um proximity, somebody else will always come in to take their place. Okay. It's not that there's like this 
the space that's left open very often somebody else is going to come in is it the same going to be the same relationship no of course it's not it's a different person and that is the same with horses okay very often we are with horses for a period of time and then for whatever reason something will happen or something will change and there's just this the alignment is no longer there between horse and rider and I think that if you are really struggling to get into the saddle this is something worth assessing okay this is something worth thinking about when it comes to you and your horse now the other thing to point out here is often people see this as being a very final thing like oh that means I have to sell my horse and I'll never know whatever happens to my horse and buddy buddy but not always hey now I do realize that there does have to be a certain set of circumstances present in order for this to really work but a lot of people could then keep the horse but then begin actively looking for more suitable riders for the horse or more suitable partners maybe the horse doesn't want to be ridden okay and then both of you are actually moving forward together and you know the horse is still quote unquote yours meaning that you get to have the final say with regards to health and all those fun things and important things but you're not the person who's doing the day-to-day riding and training with the horse and that can often be a good I suppose a compromise that you could reach with your horse okay and so I think that that's important to think about now the second reason that people are not in the saddle and this can often be to do with the first reason okay I do think very often they're related this one actually is um, one of the most common things I see when riders join the Daily Strides podcast online community, if you're not over there, go over to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash group and join, okay? But um, it's, I, you know, I ask a couple of simple questions as they're joining the group just to make sure it's a good fit and everything and also to get the lay of the land and where they are in the riding. And one of the questions I ask is about challenges and their riding. And you know what? The, the number one reason is, hands down, it's now, it's not always written this way, okay? But, you know, if, if you kind of read between the lines, you can see it. It's a lack of confidence, okay? And whether it's confidence in their own abilities, whether it's confidence in their horse, whether it's confidence in the partnership, it's something to do with confidence. Now, I also think, as I've mentioned, this can very often be a symptom of the first point. So a mismatch of horse and rider, okay, that the, there's there's no longer this alignment, maybe there never was an alignment of the horse and the rider working together. Um, and sometimes if we think back to the previous episode, I mentioned about facilities and maybe the facilities not being correct or not suitable. And it could be to do with the arena being too big. That's a big one. Okay, if you're not feeling confident and suddenly you're let loose in this massive arena with your horse that can prove a challenge in and of itself just in your brain to try and get over that okay um but yeah that can be a big thing um and then also you have maybe if you're surrounded by riders who are much further along in their journey and you're kind of back here for whatever reason feeling that you have to really and truly start from the beginning start from the basics again build that confidence which is exactly what I think you should do if this is your challenge um but if you stay with the riders who are doing all the quote-unquote big and fancy stuff okay you're never going to really feel comfortable working on what you really need to work on for you and your riding so again kind of taking this in from what we spoke about in the first part of this and um, I do think it's important that everything is um, really and truly 
if you want building your confidence um, and make sure it's definitely not eroding your confidence, which can, as I said, happen for many, many reasons. Okay. Now I do think as well that really being honest and being able to say, you know what, I'm struggling with confidence. Like sometimes to just say, I'm really afraid or I have this fear that X, Y, Z is going to happen. That can be a big step because once you begin to name it, you can actually then begin to work on it. But it's when we kind of bottle it up and we keep it inside for whatever reason. Okay. And a lot of time, as I've kind of mentioned just now, riders kind of see themselves as being further along on a path and then for whatever reason something happens something changes and then they kind of feel like oh I'm, I'm back to the start it's like you know the game of snakes and ladders yeah but you hit a snake okay and now you're back at the start again um and and they feel almost like embarrassed or they feel a sense of shame around that there is no need to feel that way I do think though being honest about it is really important to going forward for you in your riding. Now, the third reason that riders do not spend as much time as they say they want to spend in the saddle, in my experience, and especially if we're talking about the internal factors, is that riding itself is a little bit boring and or repetitive. And do you know, I actually initially started strides for success and specifically daily strides premium because of this challenge i would see riders and then i obviously as as we started going online i would hear from riders from all over the world but i I initially saw it like i saw it myself like in person and then um as i said people would start like contacting me and that and they were just bored they'd no idea what to do on a daily basis to keep things interesting and you know i've mentioned it in a couple of episodes Uh, prior to this that just working on different exercises is not enough okay if you're trying to go it alone and you don't have a trainer or coach plotting things out for you keeping things moving forward and keeping things interesting in the arena many riders will just end up doing the same thing every single time or they'll end up doing these random exercises that they they're either not prepared for the exercises have nothing to do with what the previous few rides have to do with so there's it's this um there's a lack of rhythm there's a lack of consistency even though they may be riding four days a week what the work the work that's happening there's no strategy okay that's the best way I can put it but there's no strategy behind what they're doing at all and what it does is when you're becoming bored there's a good chance your horse is becoming bored and you'll probably know that this just opens the door and lets in so many other challenges further down the road okay now I do think that planning is absolutely essential in your day-to-day riding and I think that when you have a goal that inspires you, um, you can then really and truly kind of step things out like piece by piece in order to keep it inspiring. And of course, if you are struggling with this, well, you could go to Daily Strides Premium. You can find it over at stridesforsuccess.com forward slash join um, and you can get audio horse riding lessons that you can use. We work on a theme each month. So that could be something you could help you out of that as well. Okay, the fourth issue is a lack of progress or hitting a plateau. And you know what? The funny thing about plateaus is, and I've spoken about this a lot, they can feel so good initially. It's like, whew, I got there. I made it like absolutely brilliant this is lovely you spend a bit of time getting things settled in and then without you even knowing it one day you're suddenly like I'm bored I am bored and 
I don't even know how to move forward anymore. I don't even know how to climb anymore. I don't know how to get things moving forward again. And I think it's because once we get something right, okay, and I'm saying right and I'm using air quotations here, okay, but once we do something and it's like, yes, that was right, or yes, I finally got that, look at that, it's after taking me four months and now I can do it. We tend to not want to be willing to change anything. We're like, no, no, it took me this long to master this thing. No way am I changing anything. Like, look how much work I had to put into getting here. And you want me now to start doing something different? Are you mad? Okay. But you have to understand that you have to be willing to change something, to let go of something, to try something new, to do something different in order to get to the next plateau okay and and the the discomfort that doing that oh it it can be huge and very often for so so many writers and I see this all of the time it's too big it's just too big and they're not willing to do it they're never willing to do it they're like no that's it this is like a load of nonsense I'm happy where they are you know what they say stuck there and they eventually stop writing so it's really important to always have this growth mindset when it comes to your writing and then the fifth and final thing I want to talk about and it kind of ties into all of this it's having nothing to work on okay and I think that if you find yourself thinking I don't know what to do or it feels the same every day day in day out okay there's nothing there that's going to motivate or inspire you to get into the saddle okay I think that we can often fall into a trap of thinking that goals or outcomes they have to be competition related this nothing could be further from the truth if you want to go competitive route great but if you don't there's so many other things that you can do it can be about developing and building trust it can be riding with friends it can be going on holidays with your horse okay it could be attending clinics or taking part in riding workshops again i'm going to suggest that you download the the riding finding time for ride um, workbook that i've mentioned in the previous episode because in there i actually have another page with 80 different ideas that you can actually do with your horse but if you're finding that you've nothing to work towards have a look through that and see if there's something in there that might inspire you to take action and once more you can find that over at stridesforsuccess.com forward slash time okay i am going to leave it at that i hope you have an absolutely fantastic day keep well and i'll chat to you soon be good bye (music) 